Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for St. Patty's Day, March 17th, 2023. As always, it's brought to you by the Barian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. As always, as we mentioned, it is St. Patty's Day, so Bryce is ridiculously happy today. Yeah, St. <laughs> Patty's Day, we're going to go ahead and get this day started off right. You all know, uh, it's, it's probably, I, it's not my favorite holiday of the year. It's definitely up there, top five. I think my favorite holiday is July 4th, and then and then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, and I think, I think St. Patty's Day is right there in the fourth slot. Huge, huge St. Patty's Day fan. Woke up a little pissed off. It is raining. Kind of is going to ruin my uh, my golfing all day plans. But I do have a big party plan for uh, later on today that I'm excited to to get going. Went out and spent money on uh, all the all the food and everything last night. Got some decorations. I got a bone to pick with Walmart real quick before we get into the podcast. Listen, Easter is a couple of weeks away. All right. Leave yep. the St. Patty's Day stuff out. I don't even know if they had St. Patty's Day decorations, but I went last <laughs> night to get all the food and everything for, for the dinner tonight. There were no St. Patty's Day decorations anywhere in Walmart. It was all Easter. We got a couple weeks till Easter. Keep that stuff in the back room. Don't put that stuff out yet. We still have time for that. Where's the St. Patty's Day stuff? Where's the decorations? Nothing. Aisles and aisles of nothing. No St. Patty's Day party stuff at Walmart last night. Super peeved about that. Even in their little uh, seasonal section, like five or six rows of seasonal stuff, no St. Patty's Day stuff. But we got pool stuff. Why is pool stuff out but not St. Patty's Day stuff? It was 30 degrees last night. Feel better? Yeah, happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. It's also National Corned Beef and Cabbage Day. Which I will be making. Uh, I'm actually slow, uh, slow making corned beef and cabbage. And I actually just realized that I forgot the uh, corned beef. Oh, dude, really? Are you serious? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right, because the corned beef wasn't part of the slow cooking process anyways, so that's fine. It was mostly the cabbage. Um, wow, I just realized that. Oh, well, I'll go pick it up this morning. But yeah, I am uh, I got a slow roasting corned beef uh, and cabbage recipe. that I'll, how, do you, how do you forget the main course? It's pretty bad. I, yeah, well, My I mean, you were probably... Full. You were you were upset because there wasn't St. Patty's Day uh, decorations. I was very upset about that, and I was very upset that the fact that they had they didn't. Eat, it's not that they were out of twelve packs of Guinness. They didn't even have a place for twelve packs of Guinness there. So uh, that upset me as well. What? Yeah, no twelve packs of Guinness at Walmart. Just six packs, and they had like three. I hate that's, Walmart. That's why I never go there. That's a fail. Yeah. All right. Hawks, uh, trust me, Hawks. if Publix was open, I would have gone to Publix. I hate Walmart so much. That place is sucks. <laughs> In a game that Bryce probably will not watch because uh, he he may make it to this. Um, Hawks are facing the Warriors tonight. 
Um, first game back since Tuesday. Loss. Here's the bidding last night. Hawks signed Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogey has signed to a four-year, $68 million contract extension. This caught Bryce and I just completely off guard last yesterday. Yeah, I honestly honestly thought he was going to be gone this offseason, which it, it kind of baffles me, like, because I, I think this is, it's not officially going to push them into the luxury tax area, but depending on what we do with a couple more contracts next year, it certainly could. So I'm a little... I'm a little puzzled why they don't mind possibly going into the luxury tax for Bogey, who has to be on a minutes restriction because of, his, because of his knee, who is often injured, who is a defensive liability, but they wouldn't go into the luxury tax for Kevin Herter, who in my opinion is probably not as dynamic on offense as Bogey, but is a better defender and doesn't have to be on minutes restrictions. And I believe is, is a little bit younger than Bogey as well. Um, Four years, $68 million. I, I honestly thought we were going to let him walk next year. I think what this signals is, uh, once again, now we've said this every single offseason and trade deadline, I think this is the end of John Collins in Atlanta because I don't think Atlanta can juggle all of the contracts with Sadiq Bey, uh, DeJounte Murray, Trey, Bogey, Clint, and John Collins. Um, I, I think they're going to have to get rid of one of those, and I think John's the odd man out. DeAndre Hunter, though, is sort of the guy that we thought was supposed to step up this year, and he really hasn't. He hasn't made a step forward. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why they signed Bogey is because we haven't seen Hunter make that progression. But I don't know. It just I, I don't like the move that we got rid uh, that we get rid of uh, Herter to not go into the luxury tax. No matter no matter what the owner says, we got rid of him to not go into the luxury tax. See, but then I'm we gonna... signed Bogey. Go ahead. I was gonna say we, we signed Bogey and we might go into the luxury tax for that. I, I I don't I'd rather go into the luxury tax for for Herder than I would Bogey. I'm gonna disagree with you on the the DeAndre Hunter thing. I think Hunter has stepped up this year. Hunter has done a lot better than like watching Hunter play this year. Every game that I've watched, he's he's starting to make shots that he wasn't making last year. He's still defensively really strong. Um it's just a different DeAndre Hunter this year. So I, th- I think Hunter's doing much better than he was. Yeah, but, and, you know, better than he was last year. I'll agree with you on that, I, you know, but I think. But isn't that progression? Seen, it, it is, but how how much progression are we seeing out of him? You know, I mean, I mean, it's not, in my opinion, it's not what I want to see. I mean, 15 and 6 is not what I want for my four. Honestly, it, 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 like he just he doesn't he doesn't add in enough, in my opinion, to run with Trey and Dejounte Murray. I think there's better options out there in the free agent market that we could find that would fit better with Trey and Dejounte that would complement their game better. Uh, you know, he, he's a fine player, but he's I, I don't know. I, I just I'm not I'm not a huge I'm not a huge DeAndre Hunter fan on offense. His defense is phenomenal. His defense is great. And some of the nights we've we've really needed his uh, his defense uh, this year, but uh, you know his 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 per his player uh, player efficiency raising I think spiked in the second year. I think ever since that sophomore season, it's gone down every season. So uh, you know it's it's fine it's fine as it is now. I'm I'm just very I'm I'm really shocked that that Bogey got that four year. I thought we could find somebody better on the free agent market than Bogey. 
um, to help on defense. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. This, this doesn't seem like an upward trajectory move to me. This just seems like a lateral move. Like you're just staying the same. I, I don't know. I love Bogey. I love watching him play. But I, I thought there was someone we could find a free agency that might be a little bit better suited to this team than Bogey. I'd rather have Kevin Herter than Bogey, honestly. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where this takes us. All right. Real quick thoughts. Real quick on uh, the Warriors tonight. Well, they've lost nine straight road games, so that that's good for the Hawks. Uh, despite I think Curry scored fifty points in the last road game, and they still lost. So that that bodes well for for us. And Trey usually likes to shine in big moments, and there's no bigger moment than playing against uh, sort of his counterpart in the West and Steph Curry. So I'd like to see both of those guys get into a scoring fest, something high scoring. I believe the over-under right now is at like a 271 or something. It's something absurd. Good God. Um, yeah, it's something nuts. I'm sure that has come down. I saw that number yesterday, and the more I, the more I think about it now, I wonder if that was a um, I wonder if that was a misprint. Because that's insane. Two, it was like 274 and a half, I think, was the number. Um, I, I'd be stupid. shocked. Yeah, I, let me let me check it real quick. I have the app pulled up. Uh, Oh, no, you know what? It was my dyslexia. It's 247 and a half, not 274 and a half. That makes way more sense. Um, still, I would probably take the over on that. You know, that's only 120 apiece. You got the Splash Brothers out there. You got Trey. It's going to be a high-scoring game. It should be fun, hopefully. All right, Atlanta United versus Portland this weekend. Uh, can Atlanta United keep their, their hot streak going? That's going to be the question. Yes, I'll answer that for you right now. Yes. Yes, we can. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta United likes to press really high. They have a high motor. The very intense training is going on uh, behind closed doors this entire season for Atlanta United. Seven points. It's the best ever start in club history. We write, we uh, we lead the East right now. The second best start in club history we ever had was a couple of years ago when we uh, won the when we won the cup. Um, it, I don't know if we have a good enough team to win the cup, but I certainly know we have a good enough team to compete for it. I think we have a top four team in the East. Uh, a lot of positivity going around this squad right now. It, it's a breath of fresh air compared to what we thought this team was last year or what we knew this team was last year. So, yes, I am I am stoked about Atlanta United right now. I think we can continue this weekend against an older Portland team. I think the youthfulness and the energy of the Atlanta United squad and the way we play, the way we press high, and the way we like to move the ball around a lot and run around getting open space, I think it's going to bode well for us, and I think it's going to... Uh, wreak havoc on Portland's midfield and defense. What about uh? Can you give me an update on Alonzo? Uh, yeah. So Alonzo is in a good place from what uh, Pineda said. They they want to make sure that he he does return when he's back fully good. It's almost the Bobby Cox approach. Uh, I would say here, there's no timetable for him to return. But he they from what from what Pineda said, it sounded like if they needed him this weekend, they could bring him up this weekend. Um, he's been training with the trainer for a few weeks now, so it feels like it's the Bobby Cox approach to me, in my opinion, Billy. It's it's let's make sure Alonzo is 1,000% ready, and then when he is, let's give him one more week off or something like that just to make sure we have him for the long stretch. How about Lopez? Uh, so, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday it was reported that Lopez has rejoined Atlanta United. Pineda said that he was with the twos for processing reasons and Pineda said that um, he had talks to set expectations. Sounds like he can play as a striker on the wing or underneath the striker. 
So I would like to see him kind of fall in that role that we have seen uh, Jackson Conway play when Georgia Ma Jack Macus isn't in there. I know that's a striker role, but I'd like to see Lopez maybe slot in there or something. Uh, the Land United and Pineda have a really good problem right now where they have too many quality bodies and uh, not enough positions to put them in, which is the complete opposite we uh, situation we had from last year. Uh Rosetto is listed as out for Atlanta United for Saturday. Um, it is Saturday, right? It's Saturday against Portland? Yes, yeah, Saturday against Portland. Okay. Um, but Miles Robinson got the call up for uh, the CONCACAF games, and he's the only MLS player that got the call up. You surprised yeah. about that? Um, a little bit, yeah. I am a little surprised. Usually you get a couple of MLS guys called up. Uh, Almada was called up as well. Yakamakis was called up. Uh, who else was called up? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know it's Almada, Yakamakis, and Miles Robinson. It is not going to affect um, this week's game, but it might affect the Columbus game, or it will affect the Columbus game, and it might affect the game after the Columbus game. So it'll be interesting to see. No Almada, no Yakamakis, no Miles Robinson. Excited for all those players to get called up, though. Go play for your national team. Make a name for yourself. The U.S. men's national team will be trying to make it into the final four of the CONCACAF League of Nations. They're playing uh, Grenada and somebody else. I don't remember who else they're playing. It's Grenada and let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, I don't know. It's Grenada and somebody. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, Atlanta United versus Portland. TM5's United will be coming out, I guess, today? Yep. Maybe? Yep. They have it recorded. It's sitting in my uh, it's sitting in my Discord. I just got to chop it up after this podcast. Perfect. All right. Braves uh, fell to the Rays yesterday, 5-1. to one. Uh, Bunnell had the lone RBI. Charlie Morton, 4-3, four, four innings, 7Ks. That's kind of the same kind of line that we ex we saw Charlie do last year. Um and you, you hate to see that in spring training because, I mean, he wasn't going to go six innings, you know, but four and a third, four, in, four earned. That's, that's not terrible. I still think Atlanta's offense is good enough that you can always come back. And plus, with he doesn't have Atlanta's offense right now. That's, that's a whole bunch of AAA and AA kids. Yeah, I'm not terribly worried about Charlie Vorton. He's a veteran. He knows what it's going to take opening day. Um, obviously, this line isn't good, but you're going to get these from Charlie Morton from time to time during the season. Long season, though, um, and I have I have faith in Charlie Morton. I mean, more, it's not like Morton's going to be our top two guy. I, I don't even know if he's going to be our third guy. He is, you know, he's probably a third or fourth starter right now, uh, and it's nice to have that type of veteran presence in that spot in the rotation. So not going to freak out quite yet about Charlie Morton. Uh, line's not great, but I have uh, I have full faith that he'll get it ready to go. I mean, a, a 4.66 ERA in spring training, I'd like to see that get below a 4, but I think that's probably what you can expect from Morton this year, somewhere between a 4 and a 4.75 ERA. Not great by any means, um, but not not horrendous. All right. So, Bryce, give me the Marine South scoreboard for this weekend. Marine South scoreboard from last night. We did have some baseball. Bremen versus Bowden was moved to last night. It was supposed to take place tonight. But because of all the rain and storms and everything that's going to move in today, they moved it to last night. Billy, they went 11 innings. Excuse me? 11 innings, Billy, to that, get a winner last night. That's that's a that's a misprint, right? 11 innings. That's almost two full games. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Bremen came out on top. I would have loved to be that be at that uh-huh. game, man. That would have been a, a great game to call. Uh, Bremen comes out on top, eight to four. Over in soccer, Mountain Zion splits it with Christian Heritage. The girls win two to nothing, but the boys fall ten to nothing. Out in Bowden, they fall to Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Boys eight to nothing. Girls, I can't find a score there. Um, I looked up Beethoven and Tchaikovsky, and neither one of them have a soccer score for Atlanta Symphony Orchestra in this game. So I'm not sure what the girls' score was between Bowden and Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. In the cross, North Cobb beats Bremen 10 to 3. That's the surprising. Stuff, yeah, North Cobb, oh, well, I want to no, say. No, 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 it's good. not. I'm sorry. Lacrosse, lacrosse. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking soccer. My bad. We're good. <laughs> On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for this weekend. Baseball tonight, Billy. I'm going to just assume these are all going to be washes. Yeah. It's supposed to rain all day, essentially. So tonight, baseball, Villarica uh, versus Jackson at 555. That's already actually been, um, I don't know if it's been postponed or canceled, but I know that's kaput. Uh, Temple at Pebblebrook at 555. Not sure about that one. Mount Zion at Christian Heritage at 530. Heard versus Tryon at 530. Harrelson County versus North Murray doubleheader at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. I think that was moved, but I'm not sure to where. Uh, obviously, Bremen at Bowden at 5.55. That happened last night in Cedartown at Central doubleheader at 5 o'clock. I think that, that happened, happened last night, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was moved to last night. Um, in soccer, these will go on as scheduled. As long as there's no lightning or thunder, these will go on as scheduled. Villarica versus Banneker, girls at 5.30, boys at 7.30. Temple at Crawford County, girls at 5, boys at 7. Central at Sandy Creek, girls at 545 and boys at 745. And Bremen versus Adairsville, uh, girls at 5 and boys at 7 p.m. In baseball on Saturday, once again, if we get enough rain, this ain't happening either. But we'll see. They, they can usually get these in. Uh, and the update, let's see, trying to find that doubleheader. The doubleheader from Central last night, the Cedartown Central game. Yeah. Central drops both of those games. First game, 8-4, to four, and second game, 5-2. to two. Okay, so they just got swept by Cedartown this week. Yep. That sucks. Yep. one nothing, 8-4, and 5-2. Cedartown, though, looks to be a pretty good team. I think they're 10-2 and, 10 and two on the on the year, something yeah. like that. They're, they're strong. Pretty good. But- in baseball tomorrow, uh, Carrollton versus North Springs at 1 and Tryon at Bowden at noon. All right, Bryce, I need some money. Um, let's talk about the Incredibles Pulp Soft Earn Dollars segment. Um, I don't have my three just yet. I, I haven't had a chance to look because Ooh. I just, I know. I'll, I will update it. I will give it to Bryce here in a little bit and we'll we'll get it out. But Bryce has his. Uh, we're both 14 and 16, uh, 28 points apiece. Bryce has $37 and 23 cents. I've got 74 and 61 if you, you had made the same bets with us. So if you made every single bet that we've made on the software in dollars, you'd have well over $100. Actually, 100 and, 111 yeah, 111 almost $112 this year. You're welcome. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got to make up for last week, man. We didn't. So two weeks ago did great. Two weeks ago, I think we went five and one. Last week, one and five, not great. So we got to make up for it this week. This week, yeah. Hey, 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 the ebbs and flows. Like you said, we're up a hundred something bucks. You know, over a hundred dollars. So yeah, you know, doing pretty good. This week, I have uh, once again, I'm rolling with this one. I love this bet. It's one of my favorite bets 
of the weekend. I rolled with it last week. I didn't hit it, but I'm going to roll with it again this week. <laughs> Clint Capella okay. with a double-double versus Golden State Warriors. I love that bet, dude. That that just seems like a bet. Honestly, I would make that bet every single night the Hawks play because more often than not, Clint Capella is going to hit a double-double. It just is. That's not a bad is. bet. And, and last week, it was at a plus 135. Tonight, it's at a plus 115. So the odds get... The odds get a little bit worse, but I, I think it's a bang on bet. Like it's it's almost a pick'em right there. Uh, on Saturday night, I got Kamara Usman beating Leon Edwards in UFC at a minus two fifty. Kamara Usman is the favorite. I love the way that dude fights. And then this weekend in Saudi Arabia in F one, I got Sergio Perez to get a podium at Saudi Arabia at a plus five hundred. That is uh, that's almost free money right there. It's such a great bet that I'm almost hesitant to make it because I wonder if they know something that I don't know. Um, but yeah. those are my, those are my soft earned dollars. Uh, Incredible Pulp locks of the week. Incredible Pulp actually will be at the Sage St. Patrick's Day event in uh, Temple, Georgia, from one to five. Uh, they're having yep. a little St. Patty's Day thing on Sunday that I'll be going to before we have team pictures. Uh, I'm going to go out there and see my good friend Steve Walker. Steve Walker and company will have hot chocolate, I believe, because it is supposed to be Ase Frio on Sunday. Um, so I can't wait to go out there and get some hot chocolate from Incredible Pulp and Steve Walker. Yeah, that, that may not be a bad idea because I'm off on Sunday as far as Gavin doesn't have a tournament or anything. So Boom, there you go. I, I know they're going to have, they're gonna have, a, they're gonna have food trucks and a bounce house. They're going to have all different types of stuff down there. So, yeah, I think I'm going to mosey on down to Temple and uh, see what that thing's all about. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? No, I don't, sir, but I do need another beer. <laughs> another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Houston's Marcus Sasser pulled at half. His status is in question. Yeah, it's not good for Houston and Kelvin Sampson, man. That, that young man is is uh, really good. He, he suffered a groin injury yesterday, so hopefully that heals up before the second round because I have Houston going really far. Number 15, Princeton shocks number two, Arizona in the NCAA tournament. So three of four years ago, 18. So five years ago, 18, uh, Arizona was the number one seed and they lost to the number 16 seed on the same day, March, (laughs) March 16th, 2018. They lost to a 16 seed and then this year they lose to a 15 seed as a two seed so <laughs> that's hilarious um yeah and and this was arizona is one of the best of the rest teams that we talked about on wednesday that we weren't too high on it's not yeah. the arizona of old so I, i'm not gonna say it, it, this says shocked i wasn't shocked that princeton beat arizona to be honest i think arizona was a was an overinflated two seed um i, I don't think i even had arizona getting out of the round of 32 so yeah it it, it is what it is i would see princeton make a run now brandon miller the alabama stud was held scoreless in alabama's first round win yeah i mean a dominant win 96 75 over texas a&m corpus christi uh i was i was very surprised uh dealing with he was also dealing with his groin injury um miller averaged almost 20 points per game yeah no points uh no points for miller against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. They're going to need him later on in the in the tournament. Like, they, Alabama can't sustain, in my opinion, they can't sustain scoring almost 100 points without Brandon Miller. Uh, Brandon Miller with a great shot. So, uh, 
yeah, he's got to get back there and get healthy and get playing for Alabama if they want a chance to win the uh, Natty. And, and I was wrong. It wasn't Arizona that lost in, in 2018. It was Virginia, who also lost yesterday to Furman. Furman deals number four, Virginia, another early NCAA turning exit. That was, yeah, it was Virginia that was the number one seed that lost to, who was the 16th seed in 18? Was, was that the Labradors? Like University of Central Maryland, Boston College or something? It was the Labradors? Something like that. I can't remember. I'm like 99% sure their mascot was the Labradors. I don't remember the school name, but I'm like, I'm almost positive it was the Labradors. Yeah. Uh, not surprised here either. I think I had Furman in a couple of my brackets, actually. Virginia, you know, I, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and he said, you look at Virginia, and just none of those guys scare you. He's like, you look over there, and they just, they look like talented basketball players, but you don't, there's nobody on that Virginia team that you look over, and you're like, oh, man, this guy, this guy's terrifying. He can take over. Um, so I think I had Furman in a couple of my brackets. Not not terribly surprised there. Speaking of brackets, 20 million brackets were filled out. 20 million, Bryce. Okay. That's a lot. Holy smokes. Only 658 perfect brackets are left after day one. Do you have one of those 658, Billy? God, no. Damn I, was, <laughs> I was out early. Yeah, I was. I was, too. Because um, of Furman. I was out early because of Maryland, West Virginia. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not in. I'm not in that uh, that perfect bracket. And congratulations to Larry Wilson, who is leading uh, our group after after day one. Still a long way to go. Um, And if Larry wins this bracket challenge, Billy, I will never, ever hear the end of it. Ever. (laughs) Ever. Yeah. Tight end Robert Tanyan, uh, running back Deontay Freeman, agreed a one-year deal with the Bears. Man, the Bears seem to be gearing up. They seem to be giving uh, Justin Fields a lot of weapons. This is going to be a make-it-or-break-it year for Justin Fields, in my opinion, because the Bears are doing a, a really good job of giving him weapons with Tanyan and Dunta and DJ Moore, and they're going to probably draft another weapon for him. Uh, he, he's going to have the opportunity to, to show what his talents are. Now, the big question is, can they protect Justin Fields? What's that offensive line going to look like? But it, lo- it seems like the Bears are trending in the right direction. Eagles reach a $42 million extension with, with star cornerback Darius Slay. Woo, buddy. $42 million for a cornerback. I know Trey Young wanted Darius Slay to come to Atlanta. Uh, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't have wanted him to come to Atlanta for for that amount of money. That's that's a lot of money for a corner. Um, congratulations, to Darius Slay. I guess. Yeah, I mean, good for you, Philadelphia. You you, you needed somebody because I think a lot of people left Philadelphia. <laughs> Everybody else is left. <laughs> okay, and finally today in 1988, then the then highest scoring NCAA basketball game to date, Loyola Marymount was 119 Wyoming 115 then it was broken a couple years later uh in 91 or 92 um oh man I one of the teams that was part of the highest scoring game in NCAA history was DeVry uh and I cannot think of the other team oh I don't don't remember I don't remember who else it was it was DeVry and somebody else but yeah so that's that's pretty high scoring for college that's a that's nothing oh one thing one thing we didn't mention yesterday came down uh, that James Bailey is the new Villarica basketball men's head coach. That's so right. Con- 
congratulations to James Bailey. Looking looking forward to a lot of success uh, there next year with that uh, Wildcat team. In, in, in the span of one week, Villarica High School gets a new football coach and a new men's basketball coach. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, Bryce had a great interview with Austin Barron. You can find that on the uh, Hometown Sports Media's uh, SoundCloud account. It's a great interview. Um, good job, buddy. Um, but be sure to go listen to that. And also, um, if if the herd game goes on tonight for baseball, it'll be on Hometown Sports Radio um, with Casey Clay or Casey Bass on the call. I'm kind of surprised they haven't already canceled it, honestly. Yeah, me too. You got anything else for us? Nah, man. Everybody have a fun, safe St. Patty's Day. And remember, don't do anything that I wouldn't do. Pace yourself, brother. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Pace yourself, oh, brother. Pace yourself. How long have you known me? Pacing is not <laughs> one of my strong suits. I just, I mean, I, I just want you, I need, I need you for next week. Oh, so next, I'll be fine by tomorrow morning. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> I recover like a champ. All right, for Bryce Barling, who will not be sober tonight. Uh, for <laughs> I'm Billy Little. Have a great evening, everybody. We will talk to you all tomorrow, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>